Top of the top, episode 232, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in, weekly salute. And it's just an episode, so some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Podcast available on all podcast streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Go out, subscribe, leave comments, reviews. Put your people on. All greatly, greatly appreciated. Hope everyone had a safe week. Safe weekend, continue to do the same this upcoming week. Very, very special episode this week. This is the five-year anniversary of this podcast. I started this in 2018. So thank everyone for tuning in, whether it's been one episode, multiple episodes throughout the years, one minute, 30 minutes, an hour, however long you've been rocking with me, supporting me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'll talk about more of that towards the end of this episode, but I do want to start with just thank y'all. Overall, just thank y'all for holding me down for five years. Time flies. If it's one thing this podcast has showed me, is time flies. I've documented a lot of stuff throughout the years and continue to do the same. Continue to do the same through God's grace. You know what I'm saying? Everything goes smoothly. I continue to do the same for y'all. So once again, thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep me going. So to start this week episode off, going back into the music world. Going back into the music world, we're going to start with the new Brent album, the new Brent Fires album, Larger Than Life. Got 14 tracks, features. We got Missy Elliott, Lil Grey, Flea, Princess Crow, Coco Jones, ASAP Rocky, New York, LA, Tommy Richmond, Felix, ASAP Ant, Cruddy Murder, TTM Dog, and Babyface Ray. Now, clearly, some names I'm familiar with. And some names I'm not familiar with when it comes to features on this album, but I'm not mad at that. I love when artists look back, bring upcoming artists onto their projects, bring more eyes to them, so I'm not mad at that. And for the most part, these features did their job, and that's why I want to start with this album. Kudos to Brent. Kudos to Brent on this album. I've documented. I said it last year when he dropped the Wasteland album. That wasn't for me. I really didn't care too much for the Wasteland album. I'll be doing myself a disservice. I'll be doing this podcast a disservice if I didn't acknowledge that Brent shook back on this album the way I like my artists to shake back after an album I felt I was disappointed by. And I was disappointed by Wasteland. I didn't care for Wasteland like everyone else. I felt like he leaned too much into the toxic trend that was going on. Every other bar was something people could put on their Instagrams. And it kind of hindered the fact that he could make great songs. And I felt like with this Larger Than Life album, he went back to the basis. Show people, I can make great overall records with features that you may or may not know of. So that's why I got to give kudos to Brent for. He went back to the bases. He's at this point now where you can really probably say he got to satisfy multiple fan bases. He got the people who love the toxic lyrics. And like I said, it's not the fact that the toxic trend, I didn't like it. It's the fact the people that linked into the toxic trend, it hindered the music. If the music is good and you're doing these toxic lyrics, then there's nothing for me to complain about. As long as the music good, cool. But when I feel like you just saying stuff to get people attention that you toxic and the production not good, the hook don't sound good, that's when I get word. But with this album, really with this album, I didn't even hear no toxic lyrics like that. It kind of reminds me, honestly, and I'm being honest with y'all, off my first listen, 
I felt like how I felt when I first heard Sondra's son in 2017. That's the project I got put on the Brent by. Somebody was on Twitter one day on the Sunday. Yo, the dude that's on Gold Link Crew Hook, Brent, he put an album out called Sondra's son. It's a great Sunday vibe. Check it out. And that's when I listened to it. And ever since then, I've been on Brent Heavy. Overall, great songs, great hooks. Not too much emphasis on just being toxic and all that. He went back to the bases, and I can't blame him on that. So shout out to Brent. I'm really, really satisfied with this project. It has one of my favorite songs of the year, one of those bracket busters that came out of nowhere. I'm like, damn, I didn't expect to hear a song this good on this project. It's called Outside with ASAP Rocky in New York, L.A. Very, very great song. Very, very great song. He announced this project. Really, I saw it the Thursday before it came out. It came out Friday. I didn't see nothing about it till Thursday, Thursday evening, Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon. And I wasn't really hype about it because, like I said, the Wasteland album didn't do it for me. So I figured, okay, here we go. More toxic Brent. The music now is going to be good. I was highly, highly satisfied with this album, Larger Than Life. I was highly, highly satisfied with it. Favorite records, Last One Left, Missy Elliott, Lil Grey. That's another thing with this project. The production. A lot of people thought it was fully produced by Timberland and Missy Elliott. It sounds like it. It's heavy DMV influence. Going back to Sanderson. It's heavy DMV influence. But I think Timberland was involved in the intro. Missy Elliott, of course, she's featured on the second record. But the entire project does sound like some old Missy and Tim production. So it's heavy DMV influence. He went back to the basics, like I said. You know what I'm saying? So back, like I said, once again, my favorite tracks. Last One Left featuring Missy and Lil Grey. Forever Yours, Best Time, Moment of Your Life featuring Coco Jones. Like I said, my favorite pro- my favorite song on the project, Outside All Night, ASAP, New York, L.A., uh, Wherever I Go, Upset. I mean, honestly, Belong to You, Babyface Ray with the wrong sample. I mean, from front to back, I'm really not upset at this project. 14 tracks, about 35 minutes long. Front to back, I'm not upset with this project. I really enjoyed this Brent project. I'm glad he went back to what made me a fan of him to begin with. So, having already check it out, Brent Fias, Larger Than Life, I'm highly, highly satisfied with it. Also in new music, Money Man, Croptober, Money Man, staying consistent. One of those artists, I feel like now he's comfortable. He carved his own lane out, carved his own flow out. As long as he's staying consistent, not falling off, I'm cool with Money Man. Money Man is a brand name you can trust. I don't got to hear about a new project coming out. I don't got to see it on the timeline. I just know when I go to the title and see new albums and I see Money Man, I know eventually I'm going to listen to it. It's a brand name you can trust. So as long as he stays in his own lane, do his own thing, I'm cool with it. Once again, only thing for Money Man I need is a 2 chains feature. That's all I need still. I've been saying that for like... Three, four years now on this podcast. I need the Money Man 2 Chain song. Just go in the studio and see what happens. That's all I need, man. So, shout out to Money Man. Also, new music. I didn't get to the Mariah the Scientist album. Mariah the Scientist dropped the project. And a couple weeks ago, Alice Isley and Terrence Martin dropped I Left My Heart in Ladera. Great, great, solid project. Great for the fall, wintertime. Just nine records. A quick, easy listen. Terrence Martin, Alice Isley, I Left My Heart in Ladera. So that's what I've been on the past couple of weeks, new music. But once again, Brent Fires, Larger Than Life. 
that's how I like my artists to shape back after a project I felt I was disappointed in. So do what you do with that. If there's any new music I missed, let me know, and I'll be sure to get to it. Now let's talk about some wrestling news. We got the upcoming event, Crown Jewel, this Saturday at 1 p.m., so I'm going to check that out. Matches, pretty solid card in my opinion. Pretty solid card. I have been peeking in and out in terms of uh, WWE lately because, like I said, football been on Monday nights. I'll catch Friday night SmackDown when I can. So I've been in and out, but once again, thanks to social media, I'm able to keep up with what I need to keep up with. So a pretty solid card. First match, we got John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. John Cena been heavy on air lately, mainly because of the writer strike that been going on, I believe. So they had him for the next few months. I want to say towards the end of the year, maybe towards WrestleMania. We'll see how it goes. But he facing Solo Sokoa. John Cena has not won a singles match in 2,000 days. He said it on SmackDown, and when I heard him say that, I said, damn, it's been that long? Because when Cena, he's been coming back throughout the years, and his matches haven't been the best. Like, it's never been like a false finish or a kick out out of nowhere. It's been like plain and simple, Cena loses. It's like, whoa, okay. Being that the guy that John Cena is to the company, you would think it would go a lot different, but I understand him wanting to put, you know, younger superstars over and all that. I understand that, but 2,000 days, he hasn't won a singles match. So, obviously, I think he's going to win this match against Solo Sokoa. Like I said, it depends on how long Cena is on the scene because, of, like I said, WrestleMania and all that coming up very, very soon. We'll see where his storyline goes. But, I mean, they're going to knock out him and Solo Sokoa right now. I thought that would be like a Royal Rumble match or something. But we'll see how it goes with John Cena and Solo Sokoa. But I got John Cena winning that match. Next match, we got Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. I'm positive they are trying to figure out what to do with Cody and what to do with Damian Priest right now. For me personally, I'm still not invested in the Judgment Day storyline. Cody Rhodes, I'm really just trying to see if they are going to lead to him facing Roman again down the line. They can't make it to where where it's already as obvious. That's the problem they got. People automatically assume it's going to be Cody versus Roman two at WrestleMania. So they got to make it to where it makes sense to where it's not the obvious, oh, Cody Rhodes going to win the Royal Rumble again. It's like that would be too obvious for me personally. So I think they're still trying to figure out what to do. And with Damian Priest, he's the tag champion and he's the Money in the Bank winner. So, I mean, it's a lot to do with both of these guys. At the moment, Cody Rhodes with Jay Uso, I didn't understand it with them winning the tag bills because I thought Jay Uso – whole purpose on coming on Raw was to be his own man. And then you're going to add him with Cody Rhodes, then have them win the belt, and for them to drop the belt right after they won the belt, it's obvious they're trying to figure out what to do with both of these guys right now. So in my opinion, I mean, I got Damian Priest winning. You got to have Damian Priest have some type of uh, momentum with the money in the bank briefcase, in my opinion, whether he cash in. I think he's going to cash in on the Raw title. I don't see him cashing in on Roman. That would be a crazy way to end Roman historic reign, but we'll see how it goes. But for Cody versus Damian Priest, I think Damian Priest is going to win. I think they're going to have a, a successful Judgment Day interference because for the past few events, the Judgment Day interference has kind of backfired, but I think this time it will work in their favor. So I got Damian Priest winning that match. 
Next match for United States title, we got Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio, who's the champ. I got Logan Paul winning this match. I mean, at this point, Logan Paul is very, very hot right now. What better way to sum it up with him getting the belt from Rey Mysterio? He shows some type of alliance with Dominic Mysterio. I'm sure Dominic may get involved. That'll probably lead to something that's a Survivor Series. Once again, with Rey and Dominic, I don't want to see it, but we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, Logan Paul is hot right now. Like I said, he just won his first match not too long ago against Ricochet. Why not put the belt on him right now? They haven't really done anything with Rey Mysterio with the belt. I said it before. I think Escobar should have got the belt, but, you know, that's just me personally. But I do have Logan Paul winning this match. Things going to be a very, very great match, very exciting match. And if Logan Paul does win, I wonder where they're going to go from there with him. So we'll see how it goes. But I do have Logan Paul being Rey Mysterio for the belt. Next up, we got the uh, Women's Championship. We got EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair recently returned after a hiatus. I got EO Sky winning. I got EO Sky winning. Let EO Sky keep the belt. Figure out what to do with Bianca. Figure out if you want to do a Bianca versus Charlotte feud. I'm not mad at that. That'll probably lead to an EO Sky versus Bailey feud. Who knows? But I think EO Sky should win this match. Bianca had her fair share of title reigns, you know what I'm saying, a year and all that. I think it's best for Bianca to do a Bianca versus Charlotte match and have an EO versus Bailey match down the line. So that's why I got EO Sky winning that match. Next up for the Raw Women's title, we got Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Zoe Stark. Goes back to what I've been saying about Rhea's title reign. It's been very, very lackluster. So, for right now, they're saying, let's put all the top competitors for that belt all in the same match. I'm guessing Rhea's going to win, show how dominant she is. But, I mean, you could have did this month by month. You could have placed Rhea Ripley versus Shayna. You could have built that up for a great, a great match. They had a match, but it wasn't no kind of build to it. I think Raquel Rodriguez and Rhea match could have been a lot better when it took place. And you had Zoe Stark beefing with Becky Lynch and then Trish Stratus and all that. She could have been a great competitor down the line. Then you brought Nia Jax, who nobody <laughs> wanted to see come back. So, I mean, I guess Rhea's going to show the dominant side. and It should be a good match. It should be, but Nia Jax being the wild card, we know how that can turn out sometimes. But I got Rhea winning. I'm not sure after this match whose real next opponent could be. I honestly don't know, especially in terms of Raw. I'm not sure so. But I do got real winning this match. Next match for the Raw World's Heavyweight Championship, we got Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I got Drew McIntyre winning. I have Drew McIntyre winning. I love Seth Rollins. He had his run. He did the title justice, being the new World Heavyweight Championship, the secondary title, the Romans belt. He's done it justice enough. But if not now, then when? I feel like Nakamura last, the last man standing there, I feel like Nakamura probably should have got that one. But now with Drew McIntyre, it's time to give Drew the belt. And it's time to let Drew be that tweener type of uh, character where people cheer for him, but he's the bad guy. He needs that. He needs to be in that role, kind of. So I got Drew McIntyre winning. What better time now? Then give it to Drew. Let him hold it to probably Royal Rumble, maybe WrestleMania. Who knows? I'd love to see a Drew McIntyre-Gunther match for the World Heavyweight title down the line eventually. 
Give it to Drew McIntyre. Give it to Drew. They've been talking about this Seth Rollins injury for the past few months as well. Give it to Drew. I think Drew will do it justice as well. So that's why I'm going with that match. And the last match for the undisputed title, we got Roman Reigns against LA Knight. And it's dope for me to see the LA Knight build since WrestleMania because when I was in LA, we was hearing, yeah, 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 in LA. And this one, he was still just now getting back into the LA Knight character. So from April to now in November, basically, we've seen the build for LA Knight. And they're throwing him in the midst now with Roman Reigns. He got the John Cena co-sign. The crowd is still loving him. He still has the momentum. But obviously, I got Roman Reigns winning this match. With the build of L.A. Knight, though, do you have him get pinned? That's the main thing I'm worried about. I'm like, will they have outside interference or something like that happen where he win by uh, disqualification and all that? So, we'll see because we've seen Roman lose. He got pinned by uh, Jay. So now, do you do it to where he loses from L.A. Knight by DQ? Because the L.A. Knight momentum is pretty tough right now. It's kind of hard for him to get pinned one, two, three with this type of momentum. At Crown Jewel at that, you still got Survivor Series. You still got Royal Rumble coming up. I don't think you want to kill the L.A. Knight momentum right now with him getting pinned, but some way, somehow, I think Roman Reigns is going to win with his count out, outside interference, something like that. But L.A. Knight, I was kind of worried about how they're going to treat his momentum because if you watch his match, like me and my boy Zoe was talking about, you watch his matches, there's some things he can, you know what I'm saying, improve on. But I think with, the, with them putting him beside John Cena and him in these main event matches, that kind of overshadow his in-ring. But with Roman, I think it's going to be a great match. I can't wait for Roman to trash talk him. Roman was just like, yeah, we've seen this before. Guys come in, they get all the momentum. The crowd gets behind them. But this is your first title match. This is your first contract signing. You've never been here before. So it's going to be a great match. But obviously, I got Roman Reigns winning. So my predictions for this Saturday, Crown Jewel event, Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. I have Damian Priest winning. United States title match, Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. I got Logan Paul winning. SmackDown's Women's Championship match, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. I have EO Sky winning that match. John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. I have John Cena winning. Raw Women's title match, I have Rhea Ripley winning that match. The Raw World's Heavyweight Championship match, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I have Drew McIntyre winning that match. And of course, for the SmackDown Undisputed title, Roman Reigns versus LA Knight, I have Roman Reigns winning that match. So Ohio State, we got the victory over Wisconsin over the weekend, 24-10. Kyle McCord, man. That's what I'm going to start with. Kyle McCord. I don't see it. And like I said last week, first year starter, so we got to give him some time to uh, improve. A lot of room for improvement. But like I said, if you take away Marvin Harrison Jr., what do you have with Kyle McCord? That's the biggest issue I got in the future. Really for the rest of the season because teams are going to try to probably double-team Marvin Harrison down the line. Who knows? But without Marvin Harrison Jr., Kyle McCord is just Kyle McCord. This past game against Wisconsin, 17 for 26, 226 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The one thing I can say about him, he does have bad moments where he'll probably take a sack, 
intentional grounding, interceptions, of course. But he goes back out there. He goes back out there. That's the thing about him. That's one he'll make mistakes, but he'll shake back. But once again, his shake backs, ninety five percent of the time, Marvin Harrison is there to bail him out. <laughs> so that's the issue with Kyle McCord. Is I feel like he leans. It's not a bad person to bet on Marvin Harrison Jr. He's the best player in the nation. Damn sure the best receiver, best player in the nation, arguably. So it's not a bad person to have on your side to bail you out. Y'all went to high school together. The chemistry is there. I totally understand that. But if you take away Marvin Harrison Jr., Kyle McCord, I'm very, very skeptical of that. Trevion Henderson returned. He had the game I've been waiting for Ohio State running back to have this season. 24 carries, 162 yards, one touchdown. Great, great return for Trevion Henderson. Marvin Harrison Jr., like I said, came to play. Six catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Cage Stover did not have not one reception, and that's the mind-boggling thing. That's why I say about Kyle McCord, you have weapons everywhere. Cage Stover should be the guy, at least in the red zone. At least when you get to the 20-yard line, you should be looking Cage Stover way, if any time, if any time during the game. So, it's just moving forward. We got Rutgers this week. Continue the great play. Defense this past weekend against Wisconsin. Got some turnovers. So, I look for more of the same this upcoming weekend against Rutgers. But moving forward, Kyle McCord. That's my biggest Kyle McCord and Ryan Day play calling. Those two things have to come together perfectly if I'm looking at the team up north at the end of the season. Really, Rutgers this week. I'm not looking too far ahead to the Michigan game, but – Kyle McCord and Ryan Day, Heartline play calling, it has to mesh very well by the time Thanksgiving weekend comes. So this week against Rutgers, Kyle McCord, just get more comfortable in the pocket. You had two interceptions last week. Just play smarter. Once again, Kyle McCord playing, Ryan Day, Heartline play calling, it has to mesh very, very well if you want to do anything for the rest of the regular season. You got Marvin Harrison Jr., but you also got – Fleming out there. You also got Tate. You also got Chip Traino. You got Cade Stover who can do some things. So, defense is there. Like I said last week, the defense is there. I'm not really too concerned about our defense. It's just the Kyle McCord and the play calling. That's the only thing I'm really focused on. Now, to wrap up this episode, like I said, to start, five-year anniversary of this podcast, if anything, I mean, I've been saying this since I started this podcast, giving y'all some game or whatever you want to call it. Just go for yours. Not in just podcasting, not in just content creating. From your job to your family life, whatever, man, do your best. You know what I'm saying? Make progress throughout time, whether it's day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. Just go for yours. It's 2023. Damn near 2024. We have access to so much stuff right now. Go for yours. I'm extremely thankful the way this platform has grown. Thanks to the great people who allow me to use this space to record. They don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. They know I'm going to come in here. I'm not going to have a gang of people in here. I'm not going to post some wild stuff of me sitting on the table and doing all this and uploading it. They know I'm here to do what I need to do, and I'm out. So just go for yours, man. So much people I've seen from my bird's eye view when it comes to this content creator, support. Support y'all people, man. 
whether it's publicly, privately, whatever. So many people get caught up. I think that's the main reason from, like I said, my bird's eye view. I'm not in the midst. From my bird's eye view, I just see people get caught up in support, support, support. It's a lot of people in this world. Don't be content with just having people from your neighborhood, having people from your city be the main one supporting you, man. Go go look at all these other platforms. It's people. It's somewhere in South Carolina, somebody looking like, damn, that's exactly what I've been looking for. You never know who's paying attention. As a person who will sit back and realize, like, damn, I've been very, very stagnant lately. What can I do to improve the product? What can I do to get more people to view it, get more people to at least like it, share it, whatever? The best thing you can do, continue doing what you're doing. I could have showed out a long time ago, standing on tables, throwing chairs around, doing all that wild, crazy stuff to get attention. Why would I do that? Why would I do that for attention? No, I'm giving y'all a product when I was in my room, 2018, saying I want to start a podcast, writing down what I want to do, what I want to talk about, how I want to talk about it. It did not include me coming on here throwing a hissy fit about people supporting me. It wasn't about me throwing a hissy fit about women, about restaurants and all that type of stuff. No, I'm going to come on here and talk about the sports I like, the teams I like, the music I like, wrestling that I like. Movies, television shows, whatever I damn feel like talking about, that's what I'm going to come on here and talk about. And if it pop, it pop. If it don't, it don't. Some people like pistachio. I don't like pistachios. (laughs) I like green smoothies. Everybody don't like green smoothies. Just because you like it, you feel like it should be this or that, doesn't mean everybody has to agree. But you do know it's somebody in the state of Alabama that's looking for what I got. It's somebody in the state of Utah, Wisconsin, South Carolina. Somebody in the world is looking for exactly what you got. Your job is to get out here, get on all these platforms, and work your one. Don't be just satisfied with people that oh, I went to high school with. They like it. There's way more people in the world than that. There's way more people in the world than the people in your neighborhood and the people in your community. Everybody can't see the bigger vision. I posted on my accounts earlier this week. Shout out to Good Pods. They sent me an email. Yo, Stash House Podcast and the top 50 podcasts of the month in terms of music commentary. I've been doing this five years. I never got an email like that before. Just keep praying, man. You never know who's out there watching. Trust me. I've been getting emails and messages. And it's all a simple fact that I just need to get them in here. I slowed down with interviews for a reason. I really didn't see the the get back from it. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed doing it. I still do it when the opportunity comes. But I just say, you know what? Let me just sit back and remind people I can do this solo. I can come on here and talk about NBA, NFL, Ohio State, new music, wrestling, whatever. So just go for yours. There's too much time left in this world. We damn near in 2024. You got access to a lot of stuff right now. I don't get caught up in the politics of this shit. I really don't. Support is support. Whether it's privately, privately, publicly, whatever. Support is support. When I post, I don't need 50 people sharing it and whoop-de-whoop. No, I'm cool with me going to my podcast page, sharing it, whoever like it, like it. But just know. Every week, you're going to see Tyler, yo, new episode this week, I'm talking about blah, 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 blah. 
Yo, Tuesday, yo, this podcast is available on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, whatever. Yo, new episode on YouTube. Y'all check it out when y'all got time. I'm only here for about 15 to 30 minutes. I'm not here for no hour, two hours. No, I'm not doing that. Unless it's like a very, very special occasion. But no, as long as these people allow me to use their space, record, knowing I'm not going to do no crazy shenanigans, I'm not disrespecting nobody, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. I prefer doing it. When I started, when I had the thought process of starting this podcast, I wrote down, I'm just going to talk about the stuff I like. And whoever it resonates with, it resonates with. You know what I'm saying? If they, they like NBA, oh, shit, let me see what Tyler got to say about NBA. Let me see what Tyler got to say about this album. Let me see what Tyler say about Ohio State winning or losing. That's it. Bringing people to my world. So just go for yours. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the perfect messenger. But the message is very, very clear what I got going on. So, that's all I got to say. Thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for allowing me in y'all cars, houses, you know what I'm saying? Listen to my voice, whatever the case may be. Just thank y'all all around. That's the best thing I can do. It ain't about me. It's about y'all. Y'all the ones keep me going. I can do this just at home by myself, but I prefer recording it. Putting it out to the public. Don't be scared to put your stuff out to the public. You know what I'm saying? I beat myself up past few years saying, like, dang, when I bring it to the public in video form, I want it to look right. And this is how I prefer it. So this has been episode 232, Stash House Podcast. Make you guys go out, have a great work week, a great school week. Stay safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. And cheers to another year of doing this podcast. Thank you.